Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto, or vets and fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. Now, first things first, let me introduce the squad. I, uh, it is not my birthday today, but you can always throw me a party with uh, yodels included. It is Felipe, Agent F, if you nasty. And as always, I am not alone. I am joined by a bubble boy in his own right, William Davis. Davis, how are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, getting the last name. <laughs> I I'm I might even change my name to Davis. Apparently, what, what any other considerations at the top of your noggin? Well, I I was gonna come in saying I might even change my name to Amy after my favorite line from the song, but I think you've already changed my name for me. Yeah, sorry, Nathan and Sam. Uh, you don't get to the last name treatment on Survivor. I'm getting waiting. like the the Mario treatment. How his name is Mario Mario. Mario <laughs> could be Davis Davis. Yeah. Felipe from the editing room, you are going to hear a little bit of a time jump because we go into tangent and William doxes multiple members of his family. Uh, so back to the show. Then how do you get Tucker? Maybe we maybe we got to cut out the point where I'm I'm doxing my family members <laughs> full legal names. <laughs> yeah. Um, OK. Intro. We uh, well, William doxes his family. You can use bleeps. Okay, if Navi wants the bleeps, we can bleep it. Felipe, once again, interjecting from the editing room. Sorry, Navi, I was too lazy to put in the bleeps. Back to the show. Yeah, um, yeah bleeps, bleeps are good here. Um, but, Will, we're not alone. Uh, as Never. always, we are joined by our favorite fireside girl, whose today, today's agenda is getting the podcasting badge. It is Navi. Navi, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. That's, That's it? it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're this episode is off to the races already navi and i had a great conversation yesterday about how cold it was in winnipeg right now and i was like oh yeah okay yeah you, was, yeah you were left out for, for the audience william sent me sent a text to the group chat at 
5.30 a.m. my time, saying, are we good to record in, like, three hours or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I, my, my, my sleepy ass was asleep. It would, not have been, it would not have been three hours after that. I wanted to record at 1 o'clock Eastern time, which is 10 <laughs> o'clock your time. Four and because, a half hours. Because you told us that Sunday was bad. I think I said Saturday. No, you said Sunday. Okay, well, I meant Saturday. <laughs> I don't even know what I had. I just said Sunday. I had and, 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 and the text was really just a courtesy text because the text was asking, hey, can we record the same time we did last week? But <laughs> I was not awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did not see that until like an hour after mm-hmm. you and Navi were chit-chatting on the we're really uh uh we've got the scheduling down pat here on, on i mean to be fair that was the first time any of us have ever missed a recording and it was a very impromptu recording and here we are recording now yes we're here we got the podcast in your feed some way or another um so william tell us what episodes we're talking about today we are talking about season three episode 16 17 Season, season two. two episodes. I don't know why I said season three. Season two, episode 16. It's because I had season three, episode seven in my head because we're talking about Bubble Boys. Bubble Boys Bubble. and Isabella and the Temple of Sap. So this is only the second time they've done kind of like these two analog stories in like connected stories in one episode, but like two separate plots, right? Yeah, it was, it was kind of this and then the Unfair Science Fair and Unfair Science Fair Redux. Shout out to AJ um, Norris from that podcast giggling his uh, ass off but do i remember the unfair science fair like being bad do i remember yes that episode because or at least one of the them? first part because of the one of them was Hollywood. racist right yep yeah i will say this is much better than that episode i, I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil yet how how much better but this is much better than that episode yep 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 um shout out queen ducky from the land before time anyways should we get into our recap yeah let's do it so we start the episode, Bubble Boys. Exterior, under the tree, day. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb are seen sitting under there, blowing bubbles, and Belgique shows up. And he talks about how he has a schedule now because Phineas told him to seize the day. And I love the animation of like Ferb just blowing the bubble and then Belgique's on the other side. Yeah. That got me. Um, but yeah, uh, Belgique. Uh, is invited to blow bubbles with the boys, but he's like, I don't have enough time. And Buford appears saying that he wanted to be in a big bubble and float around town like a fairy. Um, and he wanted that scratched off the record as well. Um, were you either of you big bubble people? Um, not really. I, I, remember, I remember having, um, when I was a kid, we had some like flavored bubbles. Huh? Uh, and they they were like, they were supposed to taste like cherry and or grape and you would blow the bubble and then try and catch the bubble on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, it never worked very well. Uh, so I couldn't tell you what these flavored bubbles taste like. Oh, okay. But probably better than soap, at least marginally. I imagine it would taste very similar to like cough syrup or something. That's kind of what I'd get. The, the Like the very artificial cherry flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did any of you have a bubble wand? A bubble oh, yeah. wand. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I, yeah, like Phineas and Ferb, I also wanted to be in the inside of a bubble. 
but I was never smart enough to figure out how to do so. Do you ever go to those? Uh, there was also a, a like a children's museum I went to. I was probably in first grade or something where you're in this sort of like you kind of stand in this ring and you basically have a hula hoop that's dipped in soap and then they lift the hula hoop above you. So it's like you're in this big wall of bubble. Um, that's kind of the closest I've I've been to being inside a bubble is being inside of like a tube of bubble. Ooh, I cannot relate uh, to that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And then, yeah, I think I've seen those. I just have never been inside a bubble. Mm-hmm. And um, then they also had one where uh, it, it was like a, this is the same children's museum. Um, shout out to the Jasmine Moran Children's Museum in Seminole, Oklahoma, I think is where it is. Um, unless you want to bleep that name because no free clout for the girlies. But uh, <laughs> you, they, they take like this, this like rod almost and dip it in a long trough of bubble solution. And then they lift the rod up. So it, be, it becomes this like wall of bubble. But then if you like stick your hand in the soap, then you can stick your hand through the wall of bubble because it, it's just like bubble on bubble contact. So you can put your hand through the whole bubble without popping the bubble. Um, it is in Seminole, Oklahoma. Uh, I am on the website right now. Let's plan our visit. Yeah. I went um, there in first grade. It's a very, it was a very long uh, bus. Oh, y'all, we could take a trip there and spend $30 plus tax. The three of us. Let's oh, wow. do it. Let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. Tickets for three-year-olds are the same price as tickets for 24-year-olds. There you go. Well, good Capitalism. thing. Good thing I'm 24 years old, right? Well, it's three to 59, so oh, you okay. Can, well, you can you dox your real age if you want. You uh, no, I, I already have. <laughs> yeah, he's 58. Uh, oh, yeah. I see a little map here. Let's let's look at the map. Does it get cheaper when I turn 60? Uh, 950. Per person instead of 10. <laughs> they said, come on, seniors. Um, okay. There's a no, butterfly garden. 5% discount. I don't I don't like the name of this Papa's ball shop. That, nope. Nope, I don't like that at all. Castle Maze, uh, Jasmine's Ark, the Kit Town, Kit Town Railroad Depot, Supersonic Expressway. Ooh. I remember the railroad. I remember the trains. They had a, some big life-size trains that you couldn't go into. What? But, but you could look at from the outside. There's Harry in the Henderson Nature Park. No, okay, there's no Harry and part. It's just the Henderson Nature Park. Hmm. Uh, yeah, butterfly garden, stimulated oil field. Yeah. Stimulated or simulated? Stimulated, sorry. <laughs> Reading is hard. Um, yeah. Anyways, enough about the Jasmine Morian Children's Museum. We're talking about Candace, who's practicing her parallel parking with Linda and driving. Um, mm-hmm. So was parallel parking also in the world? Yeah, that, that was kind of the whole yeah, basis the of the monster truck episode, was she was learning. Speaking of the aforementioned Jacob Redmond, uh, who I just got done speaking with, yeah. Uh, shout out to his episode. Yeah, um, there you go. And then, uh, yeah, Linda said Lawrence knows how to parallel park. So we do have that established um we're gonna skip the duke plot for now uh candace drives to the park and sees phineas and the group there and isabel and the fireside girls are also there and they ask what you doing and phineas is like we're gonna make a huge bubble and float around town isabella can you go get sap for us and isabella's like yes perfect uh well she doesn't know what she's responding to but that's for a later later time um isabella collects 
the sap from a tree and the machine blows the bubble. Everyone is sucked inside and starts floating around Danville. And Baljeet is annoyed because Baljeet said he can fit time into his color-coded schedule to witness the bubble being made. But he doesn't have time for anything else. But then he gets swept up in the bubble and his whole schedule is discombobulated. Yeah, he's going to miss his polka. His polka, yes. Are either of you big polka people? Uh, I love Weird Al's polkas. Same. There was, there was, a, there was a time in my life, a, a pretty recent time in my life, where if you were to play any of like the probably dozen or so uh, Weird Al polkas, I could tell you which polka it was before he started singing. Uh, Off-season project. I, I don't know if I can still do it, but I could at one point. And and if I listened to a playlist of them like twice, I could probably do it again. Uh, what do you prefer, polka or yodels? Um. Ooh. That's, hey, it's, wait, that's an E H B sweatshirt. Yeah, it is. It's it's a little uh, pullover. Yeah. A pullover? No, that didn't work. No. Not that one. No. Um, I bet Navi can make it work. Anyways, uh. Yeah, so Candace sees them floating around and chases after them, but poor Linda, like, she needed, she need. is one of you the one who said that it's called the oh shit handle? Yeah, uh-huh. That's, I think that was a William yeah. uh, thing, but yeah, Linda was, like, gripping on that with dear life. Um, meanwhile, uh, damn, we have a while to go. Candace keeps chasing the boys without much control over the car and around town. Which safety hazards all away? Do you think they have a student driver sticker on the back of her car or no? They should. They should. Yeah, they probably should. She hits over some trash cans at some point, um, and then the bubble almost pops a couple of times by coming close to sharp objects like cactuses and uh, something else. And the the fireside girls are like lean because they know they 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 have experience leaning for whatever reason. Speaking of cough syrup. Huh. Don't worry. <laughs> Not even the, 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 the children listening to this podcast don't need to know what lean is. Navi, did you get the reference? Isn't it uh, like an alcoholic beverage or like a way people can get high or something like that? It's like you mix is it a candy. Thing? No, it's 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 drugs. You miss oh, you, like purple purple haze. Yeah. Drink? Okay. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know it was the same thing. Yeah, it's called lean. I thought it was called purple oh, drink. I th- yeah, I thought it was purple drink too. Speaking of, there's this one place in Winnipeg. <laughs> that I don't know, purple drink? Just, well, there was like this one wing place, and one of the drinks they have is called purple drink. But there, but then like when we asked the server, she's like, "Don't worry, there's no cough syrup in her or whatever." I'm, we're like, "Aw." Yeah, a lean, also known as purple drink, scissorp, and Texas tea, among oh, other and names. Oh, too. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's the same Apple thing. Drink. Lean drug. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Sprite, Jolly Ranchers, cough syrup. Oh, we're not advertising how to make it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> that's why I was, I was hoping people would just get the joke and skip over it. So well, I had never heard of it called that. Of I thought get, it was called purple drink. Go robo tripping. I thought it was called purple drink. It, it is. Sound off if you knew what Will maybe was talking it's a, about. Maybe it's a, a, a regionalism. Yeah, I'm not from Oklahoma. Maybe maybe that that uh, anti-vax woman from uh, 42 might know what it is. Oh, Will's bestie. Sorry, that was that was me. 
That was mean. That I, was I, mean. I, yeah. Uh, the Bubble Boys descend, uh, and they almost they have to lean uh, through different objects. Uh, and there's even a claw statue that is very hard to like avoid. And Belgique gets really nervous that he's gonna die. Um, and also maybe a little bit because his schedule is thrown off. So he starts hyperventilating and he's like, <gasps> I'm gonna cut that part out too. <laughs> that sounded like I was dying. Well, uh, I, I mean, you were hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. I think I you should keep it just for the- uh... I don't wanna assault the eardrums of the listeners. No, it's good. Okay. Uh, then that's on them for listening to uh, us, us at such high volume <laughs> or us at all <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> they made their choices they have to live with it Um, just like I made the choice to watch Big Brother 1 once upon a time on 3X I have to live with that decision and regret Um, anyways the bubble slowly ascends and Phineas is like wait everyone needs to start hyperventilating so they start rising and Belgique decides to relax and he finally is calm the bubble floats above a bridge and Candace is approaching the bridge, but a jetpack that is not related at all to the rest of the plot of this episode clips onto the car and speeds down the road. Uh, and the bridge rises and the car is thrown up in the air and Candace tells Linda to look at the boys, but Linda won't open her eyes until they are back on the ground again. And Candace is like, mom, mom, mom. And then she ends up trying to stop the car. The jetpack dislodges and she parallel parts right next to the park where they first started. And Linda's like, oh, your dad was right. You do have parallel parking down. And the bubble pops. Hey, she full on Fast and the Furious Tokyo drifts into this parking spot. It's, it's yeah. not just a parallel park. A movie I have not seen, but I have heard a podcast about. Sideways driving. Yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the one that uh, Vin Diesel's is not in, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen all the Fast and the Furious? I haven't seen a single second. Me neither, but I hear it's very anime and that I would like it. Uh, speaking of anime, do we want to do our Naruto minute at this moment? Uh, I've actually taken a break from Naruto. We'll get I, to that. You, you, I, you're like, respecting yourself? Well, just this week. I'll probably <laughs> disrespect myself again next week. Oh, no. Don't treat my friend Navi disrespectfully. Um, but yeah, anyways, the bubble pops when it hits the tree. Everyone falls onto the playground equipment. And Candace is like, Mom, the boys are floating in a bubble. And Linda's like, no, they're in the park. And Perry appears next to the elephant kitty ride, which Perry was riding. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, I loved a little little amusement park rides. Did you ever ever do one of those like things? I remember at the Market Basket near where I grew up, um, there was like one of those like little like carousel things, but it was a tiny one. There were like three small horses and it was just like a baby mm. one. I think there was an oh. elephant, a horse, and some other creature. That's cool. Yeah, I I uh I think a town near my hometown had a carousel in it. I don't know what all what all amusement rides they have at the Jasmine Moran Children Museum. Uh, we'll go there. I mean, I know you mentioned that's like ten dollars, but yeah, if you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to a museum in Oklahoma, go to the uh, science museum, the Oklahoma Oklahoma Science Museum. It used to be called the Omniplex. Um, that's a very fun museum. Uh, it, it it's also like it's it's like a very interactive museum. It's got stuff for kids. It's got cool. Stuff for it's, okay. Well, let me let me look at the prices. Um. Okay. But we can we can uh talk about this later. <laughs> so this would cost us. Uh, what's nineteen times three? Will 
19 times 3 is 57 57 dollars to go whereas the children's museum would only cost us 30 dollars okay. so although this one they do not charge for children under the age of three which is a little different than the children we can museum. bring all the toddlers we want yes henry Leo, let's go i mean maybe all the toddlers we want is zero toddlers okay. yeah I want zero toddlers, please. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't have any. You're not an uncle yet, right? No, no. Are you? Are you going to be a funkle? I think so. Are you going to show your your nephews and nieces and uh, what's what's the gender neutral term? Nibbling. Nibblings. <laughs> um, is that actually the term? Not yeah. Me? I don't know. No. And your I nibblings. So. Your nibblings. Uh, Phineas and Ferb. Uh, probably yeah um but yeah so should we move on to the other part of the episode can i just say that once again candace is just so frustrating this episode yeah <laughs> like she could have killed so many people this episode yeah i it's guess to be fair that you didn't like some of it is not her fault the fact that a jetpack clipped onto her car is not her yeah, fault. yeah that's like that's but, the only thing that's not her fault though but Everything yeah else. yeah there, it's it's so weird how she goes from like so scared to even operate a motor vehicle to like cutting in front of traffic so she can bust her brother like <laughs> she's ha- she has a one-track mind she's and that very one- desperate yeah um Sorry, I got a notification that I had to clear out. Um, is this from the the random number in Boston who you keep texting no. the lyrics to an Encanto song to? Uh, no, that one they did. I did get a text from them back, but I have uh-huh. not um, have not sent in the follow up. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno as the next lyric, though. No, I just uh, it was something unrelated to any of this. Uh, speaking of unrelated to the plot of this episode of Phineas and Ferb, we go to Yodel Boy, which I did not know this episode was coming up or i knew the bubble was that i did not know this was in this episode monday mm. i was just grooving to mason ramsey because he popped up on my tiktok page yeah. and i was like oh before i knew it is a bop and then i got it twang is a bop i'm like am i a country yodel fan country western fan and then mason ramsey like i've been listening to his album this week and then this song calls out like damn this is a bop too come on dude and then he takes yeah. out the hat and he he's like screeching so no longer a bot, but William, you said you have an amazing Ramsey story. No, I was just going to say that, that whenever I watched this episode, I sent you a Snapchat of Doofenshmirtz doing the yodeling thing, Mason Ramsey Who. I yeah. love this song. The, like, of I, I didn't, whenever you asked last week, like, looking forward to this episode, do I remember this episode? I didn't remember it super well, and I also didn't know that this was the Doofenshmirtz plot coming up. But this this Doofenshmirtz plot, I remember a lot. Like, this song in particular has been stuck in my head for 10 years plus. Damn. Uh, do you want to sing some for us? Uh, my voice is a little uh, shoddy today. You have but, COVID? Uh, no, I uh, went to a concert yesterday. Okay, my question remains, but I hope you're okay. What concert was it? Uh, it was a band called Ripe. Uh, it's a very fun band. Ooh. Uh, so what I, kind of I did music? A, I did a lot of yeah, kind of like uh, some some newish like funk stuff. They, they're like so not country western. Not at all. Not even close. Yeah. Now, what's your familiarity with Mason Ramsey, the Yodel Boy? 
Uh, I have zero uh, recollection of this man, though I did really like this song too. And I'm also not a country person, though yeah. I think I've developed an appreciation for it considering where I live, where everyone's just super into country. So, yeah. So I was texting with the great TikTok Nicole, and I was trying to like formulate a pitch for Renown. Mm-hmm. Robin and Kiva learn about these like big, like viral stars that like not TikTok, but like Yodel Boy. Um, and some, I was trying to think of others. There was another one that she like specified, but, and now my mind is blanking, but like these like viral stars that like disappeared and like who these people are. And I feel like that would be like a fun thing. But at the end of the day, I know that my heart wants just two hand banter for Renap. So I don't know how that would fall into my, my ideal Renap podcasts, but I will still pitch it because I, need to figure out how to pitch it maybe will has some ideas and you know who might have ideas navi as well i do have an idea for renap but i will pitch it after oh i need to i need to write in and be like oh the twitter trial of navi is no longer needed but we can still do it for funds okay um, yeah if you ever get banned again um <laughs> if or when <laughs> yeah that's something Jacob was saying. He's like, I feel like I haven't kept up with Navi. And I was like, she was banned from Twitter for three months. No wonder you haven't kept up with her that much. Um, it's not your fault. It's Navi's for, for breaking the rules. I didn't break any rules. They thought I was hacked. Oh, uh, at least they respect you enough to tell you that like four months after you got banned. Yeah, four months and not like as soon as I asked for it in the appeal. Whatever. Continue on with the episode. Yes. So Perry goes down into lift his lair and he meets Pinky who's shaking. Uh, Pinky, Pinky's nervous. And we stand in an Pinky's always nervous. Queen. That's a yeah. It's called anxiety and I can relate to Pinky on that level. Um, then Perry enters the lair. Lights flash on and balloons fall from above. Major monogram, which is Perry, a happy birthday. And he's like, it's not your birthday. And Perry's like, mm-mm. And he shakes his head. And Major Mon- and Carl's like, I told you, sir. And Major monogram was like, shove it, Carl. Not in those words. Um, that would be funny, though, if, if, if Major monogram said shove it. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to Perry. He goes to Dr. Doofenshmirtz's Evil Incorporated building, where he hands Perry a card. And it's a birthday card, but it's full of, like, confetti but also kind of like silly string. So it like traps Perry and this like Chinese finger trap contraption. Well, he's already had one of those, right? The Chinese finger trapinator. Uh, yeah, with, with the monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of monster trucks, there was another appearance of the baby alien in this episode. Uh, I think oh. it was a different kind of baby alien. But Still, it, was, it counts it was, yeah. as the baby alien to me. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Doofenshmirtz traps Perry and explains his plan to, con- to mix country and Western music together. And he shows Perry a cowboy hat with a mechanism to make him sing better and says his first gig is in an hour. And he grabs Perry and goes to where he performs. He should have just left Perry at the building if you listen to logically. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, when is he ever, though? I mean, he does like rent control. I feel like that's logical. Um, Doofenshmirtz starts to sing uh he sings the song yodel auto obey me yodel little obey me and he's going to change his name to amy just like candace is going to change her name to larry um that's a lot of name changing in this show yeah i mean we support it be choose whatever name you want but um yeah and then the audience is enjoying him and they're swaying back and forth uh, but Perry sees his birthday card and cuts the trap with it. 
uh, and uses a party toy to knock off Doofenshmirtz's hat, which causes it to malfunction because Doofenshmirtz can't sing with his normal voice. And the crowd leaves, complaining. And they're like, you can't commit country and Western. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Uh, I simply can't. Uh, and then Doofenshmirtz tries to use the jetpack to cause him no more humiliation, but it flies off with all his clothes, and he's wearing Perry the Platypus boxers. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that? Yeah. I was like, he said, I had these before I met you. Yes. I was like, Doof. Well, now that you've met him, you might not want to use those same, same underpants, but uh, that said, if those existed, I might buy some. Yeah, so I gotta, gotta, get some, gotta get some Perry the Platypus boxers. Yeah, we should we should buy them in bulk and then send would them you, would you wear would you wear boxers that had your arch nemesis on them though? Uh, I don't know. who your I don't know who your if it's a friend of me, yeah. If it's like someone I actually dislike, no. Mm. That's fair. Um, Perry the platypus boxers. Let me see if they exist. Probably they almost, do. Oh, almost okay. certainly actually. No, but the nose is over the the bill oh, is over like. The don't bone. like that. Don't like yeah. that. It's like know. what it so why does Perry wear box, boxers? Doofenshmirtz's boxers have many pictures of Perry the Platypus instead of being one large picture of Perry the Platypus. <laughs> they, uh, there's a site, resourcecenterchicago.org, that says the 10 best Perry the Platypus boxers. And it's like, there's number two is a uh, Perry the Platypus plushie. So it's not even a pair of underwear. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of them, like one, four, three, five are all oh, seven, eight. They're all just like regular boxers. There uh, you go. Number 10 is a hat, uh, Indiana Jones fedora. Okay. And then my favorite is a skip hop zoom mealtime set. What? It's number six. Okay. There you go. That's the list. Um, yeah. So, oh, I remember these little, these little plates. Okay. Those are cute. Um, are they zoo yeah. pals? Yeah. Um, but Perry also wears. Perry the Platypus boxers in another episode, I think. And I remember being creeped out because he like took off his the bottom of his skin. Hmm. Anyways, the jetpack latches onto Candace's car, and uh, he decides to walk home as he is. And that's the end of uh, the the Prince plot. Yeah. And then yeah. Oh, I, I did love the line where Belgique was like, right on time. I had Perry's absence on my schedule. Yeah, that was that was that was a good one. I like I, I mean it's hard to talk about this episode without talking about the next one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked Belgique in this episode. I liked how he kind of saves the day with his panic attack. I I um I found some fun production information if you all want to hear. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I have two factoids for you. This is the first episode to use Adobe Flash animation. Set animation oh. was used for the scenes of Doofenshmirtz singing Yoro Oro Obeimi. Speaking of Yoro Oro Obeimi, in the Dutch version, when Doofenshmirtz says you'd even change your name to Amy, instead of saying Amy, he says Marie Jose, probably to make it sound more Dutch. Hmm. And that's, that's the episode. Um, so any final thoughts? I, I just really enjoy this episode. I, I mm-hmm. love the Doofenshmirtz yodelinator bit. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, anyways, I think that's time for a musical break. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let me tell you my evil scheme. I'm gonna enslave your minds with a predictable melody. 
and uncomplicated rhymes Then if I ask you to, you'd even change your name to Amy Because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me You'll be my obedient, mindless slaves and nobody will blame me Because you're yodel, 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 obey me I like him! Yeah! Let's do whatever yodel, he says! Yodel, 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 obey me uncomplicated rhymes then if I ask you to you'd even change your name to Amy because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me you'll be my obedient mindless slaves and nobody will blame me because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me Cause you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me Let me tell you my evil scheme I'm gonna enslave your minds with a predictable melody And uncomplicated rhymes Then if I ask you to, you'd even change your name to Amy Because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me. Because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me. You'll be my obedient, mindless slaves, and nobody will blame me. Because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me. Because you're gonna yodel, 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 obey me. And we are back. Navi. Tell us about the Temple of Sap. I mean, if you insist. Okay, so Isabella wakes up and she goes to the Fireside Girls HQ where they're deciding which patch to go for today. Um, and they ultimately decide to go see what Phineas and Ferber are doing. And, and this scene has like a lot of really good banter, I find. Um, I especially like that Ginger Hirano, Stacy's sister, is like really into Baljeet. Mm-hmm. Ginger, Ginger gets dunked on so much for liking Baljeet. And Valji gets dunked on so much in this episode. It's, it's disrespectful. Special. Let her sim for Valji. I did. I did find out in my in my research of this episode that in the uh, the the actor age episode where they go ten years in the future, uh, uh, Valji and Ginger Hirano are are dating in that episode. Oh, we love oh. that. Sorry, I got excited. I. I See, and look who's na- laughing now, not Ginger Hirano. Yeah. Stupid white girl. <laughs> who's the white Was girl? Holly, name? Or Holly, uh, or- Holly is the black girl who gave her shit about it the first time, but I don't know. I don't remember if she was one of the ones who took the patch off of her. And which her. one I don't, is Ariel Winter? Ariel Winter is Gretchen, but uh, she's not. It, it's the little blonde girl. I don't know the little blonde girl. Yeah. Um, so does that mean that officially we have to stop shipping Mishti and Belgique? Um, I, I mean, I don't know if we have to stop shipping something that isn't happening, but, uh, yeah. Ship who you want to ship. Yeah. Love it. Tell, I mean, tell that to uh, Team Jacob didn't stop shipping. Ooh. Bella, where have you been, Loka? 
All right. So the Fireside girls go to the park and Isabella asks Phineas, what you doing? And I guess it turns out that every time Isabella asks this, she just starts daydreaming about Phineas sweeping her off her feet and there's like unicorns involved and that the other Fireside girls have to tell her what Phineas actually said. And Phineas turns into a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving Chiron energy from Percy Jackson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 she's she's like off in Phineas land or something is what she calls it. Yeah, does that ever happen uh, to you guys? You just uh, start talking to the person you're interested in and like you're just off in like daydreaming about them? I don't think I've ever imagined someone was a centaur. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I, I have like lost my train of thought in class. Update and I just the, thought, what? The little blonde girl who takes the patch away from Ginger is Katie. Ooh. Where's Naomi to drop kick her? Anyway, the fire. Oh, you know who we haven't seen in a second, though? Speaking of Naomi drop kicking children, little Susie? Susie Johnson. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine with it, but I just like realized it's been a minute and I'm like at peace with it. Sorry, Navi, I interrupted you disrespectfully, if I might add. I don't forgive you. Okay, so the Fireside Girls tell Isabella that they need to help the boys get Moroccanut tree to get a Moroccanut tree and that they can also get their sap collecting badge. Um, now the Fireside Girls climb up a mountain because that's where the tree grows. But when they get to the top, they find a hippie playing a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know, I found it was really funny. And Isabella gets the hippie's attention by imitating the didgeridoo and then asks him where the trees are. And it turns out they've all been cut down to be used for a type of hairspray that we will eventually learn about later on down the line. Uh, however, there is one tree left and it's at the Old Abandoned, Old Abandoned Amusement Park, which is a great name for an amusement Old Abandoned park. twice. Yes. Yeah. And he also, uh, yeah, he also gives her the key of wisdom and then pieces out. Uh, and then the Fireside Girls arrived at the park and they try to find the tree and they realize it's on the Temple of Sap, which is a ride based on the tree, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And they get ready to climb it. But then one of the girls accidentally breaks the ride. I didn't catch how the ride broke exactly. Well, she, it, she's like, oh, we shouldn't climb this. It's, it's structurally unsound. Yeah, and like she, she was going to show that the the ride is not uh, like safe to climb, and in the process, it just completely breaks. Mm -hmm. And the fireside girls are discouraged, but then Isabella peps them up, and we get the fireside girls anthem, which is perfectly fine song. Very summer camp, and it's not yeah. too terribly long. Yeah, that's honestly in its favor, to be honest. Well, I thought we were gonna get what you're doing in this episode. I was excited, and then they started singing this shit, and I was like, oh. My bad. But I remember both these episodes, at least. That, that's, mm. um... Felipe, when you said what you're doing, I was just immediately thinking to Will singing what you do in podcast. Oh, guess what you do in podcast. Well, now it's now it's a different theme song. It's uh, a, yeah. there's a hundred or more episodes of this kid show. And some idiots have to recap it. It's somebody's job to recap it. I know, but I was talking about me but, yeah. as a person, as an idiot. Okay. I think we can all be idiots here. We all have big himbo energy. <laughs> B-H-E. B-H-E. Uh, uh, I would say we're American idiots, but Nobby's Canadian. 
Yeah, so maybe you two can be the American idiots and then I can be the one Canadian idiot that's also involved. Yeah, yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. It's it a good is- Weird Al song. Yeah. Don't want to be a Canadian idiot. Uh, bacon and cheese and Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay. I don't know if well, that makes sense, but we, we went for it anyways and we believed in ourselves like Ted Lasso. Uh, and well, Butch you, went you went for it, but I believed in you. Thank you, Navi. You're just, you're the butch to my Rob sister, you know. <laughs> I believe in you. Okay. So they also find out that the key of wisdom is actually for the hippie van that's on a roller coaster track. And the girls okay. have- just- Can I pause yeah. and say what I thought there was going to be a joke about? I don't know why, because they don't really have product placement on the show, but I thought it was going to be like some sort of Kia car at the end. Like the Kia wisdom. I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You can think it, you don't have to say it, but I know you agree that I'm so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, now they know. Someone's going to have to edit out this awkward silence. No, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I want the judgment. Our voicemailer was probably like, yeah, Will and Navi are fun, but Felipe's a crackhead. It's hey. okay. We that's why we like you is for your crackhead energy. Basically, um, yeah. Just don't make sure you go on a week long bender and not nope. go to your house. Not gonna uh, be drinking that purple drink. Yeah. <laughs> Lean. BCE. BCE. Big Canadian energy. Before okay. the common era. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the girls use their weight to control the van, and Isabella manages to get the tree, and the van ends up flying out of the park, and they almost hit a building, but they manage to manipulate it, the van via their weight and land safely, and also at some point they uh, they cut something, but we'll get to that later. Uh, the girls get the sap out of the tree and go to the park, and Isabella thing daydreams about Phineas, but it turns out he just said thanks, and that's basically the end of uh, the uh, Isabella slash Fireside Girls arc or plot point here so what do we all think of this i have fun i i, I will oh sorry well you go first well i was gonna say i think this episode like perfectly links up with the like links up the two episodes in ways that that the unfair science fair did not uh the fact that like lots of things that happen in the first episode pay off in this one where whenever they're in the bubble and isabella's telling everyone to lean She's, she says something like that seems at the time like a throwaway line where she's like, you, you girls know what to do. And it turns out they know what to do because they just did it in the van. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. if it sounds like a throwaway line, it's also probably what you thought when you were making a joke. And then we were like, what? <laughs> and then all, all, of, uh, all of like Ginger talking about Baljeet and his color-coded schedule is very funny uh i i really enjoyed this this plot a lot yeah i will say i think i like the bubble boys better and that can be a discussion for the feedback but i i like when they do this like parallel storytelling um and like especially if it's like connected we is this our first big isabella episode i think there have been other maybe isabella Isabella centric episodes but this this is the first big one that we've seen like all of the fireside girls really have fleshed out characters yeah because i remember those the named more than just a couple of them i feel like this is the first isabella episode that wasn't focused on phineas and ferb if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah. I mean, and, he kind of was, but not yeah, like I mean, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does this episode? Penny. This this episode does pass the Bechdel test. Mm-mm. They're talking does about Ernest Patches. True, but they're also talking about which boys are cute. Yeah, that's not if they can still have that. That's not what the test is. I thought it was like you. It's like two women talking about uh-huh. a man, and they're talking about Phineas to, to, romantic. To, it, 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 it to pass, it has to have two named women talking about something that's not a man. Okay, but I, I feel like it's more murky. It doesn't completely pass because they still do a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. I mean, that. Yeah, I think the the pass fail is like, does this happen at all? Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, we don't have a doof plot, which tragically bothers me. But we have a pink and poofer plot. Poof and plots. Poof and plots. Uh, Navi, tell us about Pinky and the poof and plots. Yes. And the, and the brain. Yes. Well, first off, I will say that while the Bechdel test is useful, it is also very flat. So, like, you know, don't take it yeah. 100%. So, um, starting off with the uh, Pinky and Poof and plots, uh, plot, I guess. Uh, Pinky is going to go get his mission briefing from Wanda and meets Perry on the way and a bunch of other animals on the way, too. Uh, Wanda tells uh, Pinky that Professor Poofenplatz is complaining about hairspray and that he should check out that situation. <laughs> like that warrants enough to like go look into that. So Pinky goes into Poof's lair and explains to Pinky, and she explains to Pinky that her favorite hairspray has been discontinued since only amusement park clowns used it. And I really like the flashback. Uh, specifically the one line where she's like, I will discontinue you from this dimension. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good line. Uh, and then like the one like retail girl was like, I don't get paid enough for this. Minimum wage uh, is not worth this. It's yeah. not. It's not. Um, uh, also Poof reveals that the hairspray is at the old abandoned, old abandoned amusement park. And plans to use her meme-mobile to get there. And at first, when she first said her invention's name, I thought she said meme-mobile. And I was like, ooh. Is that where the... Looks like a frog on a unicycle. (laughs) Oh, Pepe. Uh, The meme-mobile tosses Pinky into a trash can and he can't get out. Um, And also, this is where Candace is, like, uh, driving with Linda and runs into a bunch of trash cans, which helps Pinky escape from the trash can and get to Poof and Plots uh, with a jetpack, I believe. And when he arrives, Poof uses the Mii-Mobile to try and get get rid of Pinky, but he throws something into the Mii-Mobile's mouth. I think it was, like, a newspaper or magazine or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he uh, uses, like, a grappling hook to stop it from getting into the park. Uh, the Fireside Girls in the hippie van end up cutting the wire, stopping the Mimobile, which catapults Poof into the old abandoned, old abandoned amusement park, and specifically where the hairspray is. Uh, Poof, Poof and Plots is ecstatic, but then the, uh, the Temple of Sapride falls onto the hairspray, which causes it all to explode, um, and Poof gets really stiff. That's what she said. Uh, her- stiff but beautiful. Okay. Yeah, no one likes flaccid hair, I guess. Poof definitely doesn't. Uh, Her hair is initially in place, but a few hairs pop up and she says, curse you, Pinky the the Chihuahua. And that's basically the end of this B plot here. So what do we think about this? I I enjoy this. I I mean, whenever you're doing something like telling the same story twice, it's really hard to 
like like how can you tell that Doofenshmirtz and Perry story twice? You can't. Uh, so I think this was a good way to to let us have a B plot. We also see like Pinky and Perry on the elevator together, but this time we see Pinky get off the elevator instead of Perry. Well, we saw I, we also saw all the animals too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really liked this episode. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish Wanda had an intern too, like Carl, but mm-hmm. oh well. Yeah, the one thing I will say is Poof and Plot's not as fun as Doofenshmirtz. Like, she's she's like, she's on the energy, but I feel like she's not, like, cartoony enough, if that makes sense. She's, like, a little mellow and, like, mild compared. Like, Doofenshmirtz is, like, a chaotic force of nature, and I feel like she's not as much. I think mm-hmm. trying to go for, like, a Cruella-esque energy, and it yeah. kind of, like, doesn't go to that level, but I still enjoy Poof and, Poof and Plot's perfectly yeah. fine i like the whole, that her whole thing is like getting hairspray which is very funny yeah we definitely see her again uh does she have a famous voice actress will um let me see she is voiced by amanda Plummer. amanda Plummer was in pulp fiction she's the daughter of christopher Plummer <laughs> and tammy grimes yeah esmeralda poof and plots is her mm-hmm. name Oh, she has a Twitter account. Why can't I see her IMDb? I'm looking at Poof and Plots' Twitter. Uh, replacing handbags, stealing royal jelly, and searching for strong hairspray. Pronouns she, her. Not affiliated with the real show. Joined February 2020 and tweeted, last tweet was on February 6, 2020. Betty White is my idol, my queen, my sister, my world domination pal, my Trader Joe's shop- shopping buddy, period, with a T. You got to oh, check and make sure she's tweeted about Betty White while she was still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta gotta follow the Akiva rule here. Yeah, she did. Uh, also, February fifth, twenty twenty. About to watch The Bachelor. Can't wait to see these girls go down. Hashtag The Bachelor ABC. Hashtag Diabolical. Hmm. Those are her only two tweets. Oh, okay. So she's just a bandwagoner then on the Betty White stuff. But these were from last year. Oh, oh, the okay. The Betty White one was not recent. Yeah, I see. I see. February of last year. I should probably the date. February sixth to the date. Wow. Oh wait, no, two years ago. Sorry. It is twenty twenty two. Feeling twenty twenty two. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. I like all of the little uh, like Candace hitting the trash cans is what saved Pinky from being stuck in the trash can. I I like seeing all the little the little uh, uh, interwoven details of the two plots here. Agreed. Um, I liked it. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? Or should we go to a musical break? Musical break. Let's do it. We'll be right back. We are fireside girls, one and all, and together we belong. We wear our patches upon our sashes and stand cute small and strong. This is the fireside girl. And we are back, everybody. Everybody. Sorry, Chris Kirkpatrick is not in Backstreet Boys. Um, William, take us through some feedback, boy. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. So, uh, question on Twitter from Giovanni says Is Isabella a more interesting protagonist than Phineas? Yes. Uh, I think the answer is of course. Yes, but I will say I think I like the first episode more than the second episode. If that's a hot take, 
Really? Yeah. I um, it's it, it, I feel like Isabella's better at leading a story, but I kind of zoned out a couple times throughout the episode. Yeah, well, I think I like the Fireside Girls stuff in episode two better, but I love the Doofenshmirtz plot in the first episode. That might be why, honestly, like because the pooping plots I was like definitely like zoning out of, and then the Fireside Girls like had moments that I was zoning out of. Like, there's not a lot of like. I feel like a lot of the Fireside Girls are, like, even though they're, like, they tried to give them more personality in this episode, three of them, I feel like I can't really distinguish in terms of personality, and there's, like, that's, like, part of an issue. Like, I feel like Phineas and their friends all have, like, distinct personalities mm-hmm. uh, immediately, whereas the Fireside Girls, like, it's, we finally got some ginger personality, but I couldn't tell you the difference between Gretchen and Holly and Katie in terms of like what they like to do gretchen gretchen is probably the the well i can recognize the fireside girl that we get the most from i can recognize them all but i feel like there's nothing like unique about her outside of like how they look like there i can't yeah, tell you Gre- like, well, her personality gretchen, gretchen is like the know-it-all smart one That's she came fair. into the episode she got the 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 badge for knowing the word that no one else knows sesquipedalian yeah. and then they also used that in the other episode like era era traceable or something or irascible or something like the bubble there was an i word that she used about the bubble and everyone looked at her like what the fuck oh Mm -hmm. there was another another moment that that i don't know if we mentioned where uh uh isabella or uh isabella walks in uh and i think it was addison who was giving her shit addison voiced by madison pettis uh addison sweetwater voiced by madison pettis um she's fine on tiktok who uh uh she she says, like, oh, do you want to get the help Phineas and Ferb badge? And she's like, yeah. it's called the help thy neighbor badge. Yeah. Are you are you simping for Gretchen because you're gonna give her a point? I'm not simping for Gretchen. I I just I am going to give Gretchen the point in the second episode. Ooh, okay. Um, but I I uh I I wouldn't call this simping. Sorry. Anyways, what should we do first? Besides, we answered Giovanni's first question. Does he have any others this week? Yeah, I have got them pulled up in the... the. Uh, speaking of simping, who simps for their crushes the most? Candace, Isabella, or Helga from Hey Arnold? Uh, I say it is Candace. I don't know if you'll agree, but that's my take because of what happened last week at the, at the spa day. I th- I think we've got to put some respect on the name of Helga Pataki. Helga, Helga Pataki is a quiet simp, though. She doesn't. She's like not. She's she bullies him more. Like she negs. She, she bullies him, but she she does neg him. But also she has a whole shrine. She made a shrine to Football True. Head, where she well, has so, his face made out of chewing gum. I watched a lot of Hair Arnold, but I don't remember a ton of Hair Arnold. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I remember Helga and Gerald and Arnold and. That's like, like I remember some episodes, but I, like I was a little like I think Harold was more your era. Will mm-hmm. yeah, her her bedroom closet. She has a a football head shaped sculpture made out of chewed used gum. I th- I think it's hands down Helga Pataki. That's fair. That's fair. Helga Pataki also a character in the the Nick. Nicktoons all-star brawl game yes <laughs> uh th- that game is an absolute fever dream it is uh a horribly made game but what what's no. it on uh i have it on the switch uh um, I-, I played the the iphone version last year a little bit 
Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they mentioned it on the Avatar podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aang and Korra and Toph are playable characters from Avatar. Uh, then there's like SpongeBob, Patrick, Sandy, uh, Invader Zim is there. Donatello. Not Donatello. Oh, Donatello was on the phone one. Leonardo and Michelangelo are. Okay, Donatello, because uh, the purple one with the stick was definitely on, on the, the phone mm-hmm. version. Cat Dog is there. Uh, Oblina from Odd Real Monsters is there. Nigel Thornberry is there. Tim Curry. Are you gonna be Are you gonna be Nigel Thornberry for Halloween? Um, I don't know. Or are you gonna I do another Demi Demi pastiche? I I I will probably do multiple Halloween costumes again. We'll see. Wow. Um, but uh, Garfield is in there. Yes. Uh, it's 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 funny. Apparently, he is. Reptar. <laughs> Ah, my king. Danny Phantom. Oh, my king. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think we got to respect Helga Pataki here. Uh, yeah, to break the tie, I, I would also give it to Helga Pataki. But I, I was okay. also a pretty big uh, hair person, so. I feel like we are sleeping on some other, like, iconic simps in television history. Well, um, there were three options we were given. Okay, no, I know, but we, Giovanni, give us three more next week. I don't know. I, I, I still think Helga Pataki is like up there on oh, the list of that's biggest fair. sims. That's definitely fair. Um, Number one in the clubhouse right now. I mean, Danny Phantom was such a simp for Paulina. Um, who else is there? There's some other ones. Tootie? Tootie! Yeah! Okay. Uh, yeah, just thinking, wasn't Jenny also a simp for some boy on My Life as a Teenage Robot? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pearl was a simp for Larry the Lobster, right? I don't know. At least, if, if she was, it wasn't like a Or no, she was a thing. simp for Boys Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if, you could, nosy. if you could choose one villain to fight and be their nemesis, who would you choose out of Doofenshmirtz, Poofenplatz, and the Regurgitator? Doof. Hundo. I'd be the most entertained. I think so too. He's also the most hapless that he would yeah. yeah, he would be the easiest to win against. Yeah. Um okay, are, we, uh, uh, are we gonna play the voicemail or no? Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh so we got a voicemail from uh, And you can Julio. send voicemails into Anchor. Yeah, I didn't realize doing. Like I, I knew you realize... could do that, but I just never advertised it because I didn't think anyone would care. But oh, yeah, I did, our homie. I did. I didn't know you could do this. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll play the voicemail on the podcast. How about that? Um, let's see. So if, if you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, I may play it like I am now. Uh, so, so Julio from Golden Goose Productions left us this very nice voicemail. I will play that here. Hey, it's me, Julio from Golden Goose Productions. Maybe you've heard of me. Um, I've been binge listening to your videos for the last few days. And oh my goodness, it's so much fun. Your guys' episode analysis was really great. I really like your Survivor content, um, even though it was only one episode as far as I'm aware. But uh, yeah, no, keep it up, guys. Well done. Yeah, Shout out to the legend. Yeah. 
I like how he's like, I listen to your videos. I'm like, we do video podcasts? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I've actually been like uh, taking all the videos <laughs> and putting them on YouTube. And you're just like, there's uh, a secret every- YouTube that we are, me and Navi are blocked from. Yeah. <laughs> Navi, I actually put, since you never used video recently, I always just put a different cartoon character in your face. This week, you're Maggie from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Um, and then last week, you were Naruto himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, week before, uh, you were, you were uh, Karibu from Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, okay. But, but the I, rainbow I, one, not the, not the regular one. I saw on their uh, on their Twitter the the Golden Goose Productions Twitter they were tweeting about the the musical without a cool acronym the like fan made musical that someone yeah. made last summer yeah go support Golden Goose Productions yeah. Uh, yeah yeah we love to spread the love and share the love if it's given to us back so yeah, yeah. Uh, and, thanks and, for the and, voicemail and also yeah thanks for the nice words and for teaching me that you can uh, leave voicemails on anchor yeah i didn't even yeah. know will had access to the podcast account and then he's like yeah I've, I've been like playing around anchor today i was like huh how do you have that well i i, I opened the anchor because we got an email that okay, was like yeah. hey you gotta did you have to also, search in our text history for our password uh navi remembered it okay yeah I also Don't like how it. he's like, oh, I like your analysis. I'm like, we have analysis on here. <laughs> we analyze things. Hey, what? Hey. We use our brains. Listen, he said he likes one brain cell, and Will has it. <laughs> I called dibs. Will for the has weekend. the brain cell. Y'all remember in Big Brother All Stars? Shout out to my Big Brother All Stars coverage with Nicole and Jacob. Uh, when Howie, when Doctor Will was like, Howie has two brain cells, and the majority of the time, it's uh, spent they're spent fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, shout out to the Legion of Doom coverage on the Brazilian Dragon. Uh, so, rating things, uh, is is Giant Bubble better or worse than reading? Giant worse. Bubble is better or worse? Better, much better. I would do it. Much better. Mm. Much better. I, as long as it was secure and I wouldn't fall. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm that's dope. the you thing. You can is I, book in the bubble, but not be. I think I'd be too afraid. Even, even like, um, <laughs> those, like, those like hamster ball bubble things oh, the Zorbs? That, that people kind of run around in. I it, it, it's some some amount of claustrophobia, I think I would yeah. I would get being in Zorbs. Like maybe that's what they're called. So um in The Amazing Race Five, a great season, probably my favorite season of The Amazing Race. I know Naomi loves it as well. There's an episode in New Zealand where they get to do Zorbs. Um yeah. I I would I wanna be in a Zorb, I want to be in a giant bubble. Uh just call me the bubble boy uh yeah as asthmatic i i don't know if hyperventilating to like redirect the <laughs> bubbles direction is a good idea so i'm a pass on that it's okay what um, about uh an, an old abandoned old abandoned amusement park is that uh better or worse what is it zombie land or yeah. adventure land sorry got my lands confused um i don't know unless mike white was there i don't see the point <laughs> what, what what does Mike White have to do with the? Wasn't he in Adventureland? I is this a movie I haven't seen? Probably yeah. I haven't seen it either. I just know the plot. Hmm. He's either in Zombieland or Adventureland, and he's the he's like killed off or like something. I don't think he's in Zombie. It's Zombieland. No, it's, Mike White's I in Zombieland. He's like the first. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. It's been a long time since I've seen Zombieland. No. Mike White was Rob TM. Um. Doofenshmirtz, did he impress his professor with the Yodelinator? Absolutely. He impressed me. This is my favorite Doofenshmirtz plot. Mm -hmm. Ever? Uh, Better than Balloonie? 
It's up there. I love. I I love this song. Oh, the song is a bop. It's probably his best performance so far. But I don't know if it's like his most impressive feat. Like he just put like the, the mm-hmm. auto tune on a hat. Yeah. Well. Pretty cool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I say he uh, did, but like did. Poof and plots impress her professor. Uh, well, she is stiff but beautiful. Um, Felipe's yeah, muted, but he's choking like, on his water. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't everyone want to be stiff and beautiful? Yeah, I mean, that's the hashtag. Hashtag stiff and beautiful. Dove should co-op that for the <laughs> next campaign. Stiff and beautiful. Okay. Um, what's what? I wonder what kind of Twitter we'll end up on. Who's to say? I yeah, maybe I should check this stiff and beautiful hashtag before. <laughs> um, the songs do these do these make the playlist for y'all? Yes, no, that order. Yes, like, no. The Fireside Girls are on a summer order. camp playlist. If you're but like the Yodel song, absolute banger. No uh, results so far for hashtag stiff and beautiful. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so the Fireside Girls Anthem, it, it's a pass for me. I, I really love the Yodel, uh, the Yodeling song. It's probably up there for me. I still think My Huetis Friend is the best song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just forgot know, the second. <laughs> I can never forget My Huetis Friend. I can't either because it's nosy. This oh, is. I- Forget it for another reason, but yes, go ahead, Will. I know yeah, this wanted. this song is up there. the The Yoda little baby is up there in my favorite songs of the show. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love this song a great deal. Uh, so it's it's definitely in the best songs of season two. Yeah. Uh, oh. In the first like girl I think I actually think it's pretty catchy. I I kind of enjoyed it. It feels I like, like we little... are the gemstones from Steven Universe. Like that that's the vibe I get. Like. And I'm Steven, and we are the gemstones, or whatever the fuck they say. Sorry for swearing so much today. Let's get into the spreadsheet. Let's rank our episodes. Just just to reset this, uh, we have five tiers from top to bottom. The top tier is Queen of Mars, followed by Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. And then OK, Satellite Fell to Earth and Busted. Uh, Felipe, I see. I see you have filled one. And where do you have the Bubble Boys on your tiers here? Me or Navi? I uh, yours is in here. Oh, okay. Uh, I have it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I like wanted to put it Queen of Mars, but then looking at what I have there, I'm like, I can't justify it because I think those were somehow stronger. But I could be convinced to move it up there. Like if you if you sell me on it, I could end it by the end of this podcast. You've got a, a you've got a pretty uh pretty saturated. Queen of Mars here. You got five. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's not on the same level as the things that I have been drawn to in the past. Mm-hmm. But I can be convinced. I'm probably the easiest grader on this podcast. So mm-hmm. you do, yeah. As of now, you have five things in Queen of Mars. Navi has two, and I have three. But I have nothing in Busted. Yeah, Navi's the only one with something in Busted. I only have one episode in Busted. Right. Yeah. So, so are you you putting this yummy, yummy, yummy? For now, if y'all convince me to move it Queen of Mars, I could be convinced. But okay. that's only if both of you put it Queen of Mars. Uh, Navi, where do you have this? 
I have this in yummy, yummy, yummy. I think it was a pretty solid episode overall. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, I think the 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 Doofenshmirtz plot is one of my favorite Doofenshmirtz plots. Mm-hmm. The song is one of my favorite songs, and I love how both of these two episodes fit together. I'm gonna put both of these in Queen of Mars. These these are both top tier episodes for me. That is I, I I enjoyed this this half hour of television, and they're they're both top tier for me. My my yeah. top tier, my top tier is these two episodes: the Quantum Boogaloo episode, Chronicles of Meep, and Tip of the Day. Tip of the Day overrated. I'll say it. Uh, <laughs> says the guy with Lake Nose Monster in his. Uh, <laughs> Lake Nose Monster is a half hour of beauty. Um, anyways, Navi, where do you have where do you have um what's it called? Isabella in the Temple of Sap. Uh Isabella in the Temple of Sap is also in Yummy Yummy Yummy. Uh, just a really solid episode. It's always fun when you get to follow other characters, um, or I guess the supporting cast, I should say. Uh I enjoyed the uh the poof and plots plot. Uh, I know it was kind of a the, the kind of a snoozer for some of you, but I, I really enjoyed it. I like the hairspray aspect of it. It was very funny to me. Okay, I might get flamed. I think I'm gonna put this in okay only, just because I felt like I was kind of just like going through the motions of watching this episode at times. Disrespect? Fine, that's fine. I mean, I mean, y'all have some whack taste. I have some whack taste. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So. Isabella and the Temple of Sap goes here in okay. I just, I don't know. I feel like there was not a ton of hap- things happening in the episode that like really like was like amazing for me. I feel like it would be, I, I don't want to put it in the same level that I have some of these you're, other you're, episodes. You're disrespecting Ginger Hirano. You're disrespecting all That was of the, the best part of the episode. Girls. Ginger's crush on Baljeet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the hippie could have. Felipe can't stand a woman-led episode. You no, heard no, it yes. here first. Excuse you. Excuse you. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Quantum Boogaloo is a woman-led episode. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no, it just, like, uh, the Ginger Hirano stuff was the best part of the episode, and I feel like that that's, like, kind of a low bar. Like, I like Isabella. I, I like every... Like, it's a fine episode. I just... Maybe it was yeah. just, like, I watched it at 1.30 in the morning, so I was, like, kind of sleepy. Well, then that's on you. The episode meets you where you are. And if I'm sleepy, I was sleepy. Mm -hmm. And then put me a little more to sleep. I think think it would have been at least yummy, yummy, yummy if we had recorded this yesterday. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Because you would have just put this, you would have put it wherever you wanted. Uh, let's get to who won the episode. Also, uh, I like spent the whole day watching Lord of the Rings with my friend for her birthday, and then I got home, and so I think it was kind of like burned out. And the Bubble Boys like jumped up thing. Like I almost put Bubble Boys in uh, uh, Nolan Memento, but uh, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not on the same level. Mm-hmm. What's what's the Queen of Mars? Is that the top of tier? I yeah. do this podcast, and I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, so let's get to who won, a, who won the episode. We're giving points for either our, our favorite part of the episode or someone who we think came away looking the best in the episode. Uh, Navi, who do you think, who are you giving your point to in, in the Bubble Boys episode? In the Bubble Boys episode, 
I think that even though he ultimately lost the invention, I really like Doof this episode. I think he had a really great voice until, you know, the whole thing fell apart. But aside from that, it was good. He had a really good singing voice, really great song as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he gets my point this week. I am well, also giving Doof yeah. and my point in this in this episode. I, I don't think there was even a question of it after how I've been talking this whole episode. I love this plot. I love this song. And he gets my point. Um, for me, I was between Perry, Belgique, and Doof and And before the podcast, I decided Doof and has to get it. I almost gave it to Belgique just because you both gave it to Doof. But I was like, no, Doof was like the mm-hmm. highlight of this episode. Yeah. Um, Belgique deserves some love, too. So I'm going to give it to him in this exact moment. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I said Doofenshmirtz. I'm giving Belgique the vocal love. Oh, like, okay. I, I give it to Doof. Before the podcast, it's to Doof. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah, second episode. I, I already uh, said this earlier, so I will say now. I'm giving my point to Gretchen, voiced by Ariel Winter. Uh, it, it, she's, like, shown up a little bit in previous episodes. I, th- I think she's probably the most prominent fireside girl that's not Isabella. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode, we actually got a, a decent amount of content from her. Uh, so I, I liked what I saw from Gretchen in this episode, and I'll give her the point. Nobby? Um, I'm going to give it to <laughs> the hippie with the didgeridoo. <laughs> I just like that, you know, he made the best of out of his, like, two seconds of screen time. Will doesn't know how to spell didgeridoo. <laughs> Do you know how to spell didgeridoo without looking it up? I think I do. Didgeridoo. Sure Did I spell it right? Yeah. I got it right. <laughs> didgeridoo. I hippie. wanted to make sure. Um, yeah. So, sorry, Navi. I interrupted you. What's your reasoning? It, uh, it's okay. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So the didgeridoo hippie gets Navi's point, as we'll adjust the spreadsheet. Y'all, y'all might be mad. So y'all can t- I have a backup if, if y'all like are like absolutely not. It's not nosy. No, it's not gonna be nosy. The baby alien is who I'm thinking about right now. I think That's- I think it's a different baby alien. I don't think you can so, count both baby aliens as the So it'll be baby alien one and baby alien two. If you want to make it complicated. Or would I just give the point to the to the original baby alien as like a concept? I don't think you can give the point to the original baby alien. Okay, because it's a different baby ginger. alien. I'm gonna give it to Ginger. I'm not gonna waste anyone's time. Ginger Hirano deserves some love, and her let her simp for Balgie. It's okay. He's a hot. I I almost gave it to Ginger. I I, I honestly I, think it was disrespectful. I couldn't remember anything Gretchen did in this episode. If I'm being truthful, but. It's I mean, your, she was your... she was she was the one who like took over the controls whenever Isabella dove out of the sky. She well, like was always the like know it all helper friend. Um, okay. I I thought about Ginger too. Um, the thing, the reason why I didn't give it to Ginger is because I feel like um, she was getting dunked on too much for me. And... Yeah, Unde- undeservedly. But but she, she sends her Baljeet. She has good taste in men. He will prioritize her in his schedule. Yeah. But I, I'm 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 glad she got a point. But I'm also glad Gretchen got a point. Uh so Doofenshmirtz has wildly extended his lead again. 
Uh, he is now at 14 points. Uh, with five points each, we have Ferb, Candace, Stacy, and Perry the Platypus. Uh, Isabella and Carl both have four. Irving and Planty the Potted Plant have three. Um, there's on, lots Planty. of people, lots of people with two, and joining the ranks of people with one point are Gretchen the G Didgeridoo Hippie and Ginger Hirano. And that's it. That's it, fam. So next week we have uh, Cheer Up, Candace. And we're going to get some more Fireside Girl content with the Fireside Girl Jamboree. Ugh, I hope Nosey shows up soon. I miss him. Anyways, um, yeah, we should start wrapping things up unless y'all have other things to add about this week. Yeah. Um, y'all, so where can people keep up with you and what do you have going on in the podcast, internet space? Uh, William, you start. Yeah. I miss y'all. Yeah, we're recording later this afternoon. Uh, you so... got a haircut. I, I did get a haircut. Yeah, it looks like cleanly side shave at this moment. Um, so we are we're recording some some EATB later today. Uh, I'm not sure when are, those usually drop on Monday, so that mm -hmm. might actually be out before this. Who knows? Um, but uh, playing a little uh, good brand, bad brand. Um, so that'll that'll be up this week. Uh, you can follow that anywhere at EATB Podcast. You can follow me anywhere at Davis Comma Will. Uh, one of my favorite shows uh, of 2020 just got renewed for a second season. I think you should leave. I might have mentioned this show before. It's a cartoon on FXX called Dicktown. Uh, What's that about? It is about a... Uh, so it, it's a cartoon from, from John, John Hodgman who uh, is, is a guy I'm a big fan of. Uh, but he plays a, a uh, fictional uh, detective uh, who was like, like kind of like uh, how like um, Encyclopedia Brown was like a kid's detective and he like solved mysteries for kids. Uh, it's, it's like if Encyclopedia Brown grew up and was still solving mysteries for high school kids, even though he's a grown up. Uh, it's set in the fictional city of Richardsville, North Carolina. Uh, which they affectionately call Dicktown. Uh, and lots of things about Dicktown are uh, modeled after the city of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, which is where I go to school. Uh, okay. So well, you said he was a detective and the show was called Dicktown. I did not know where we were going. I was like, is, it, is he a detective or something? Like No. Uh, yeah. Richardsville, North Carolina is Dicktown. Okay. Uh, and there's, like, there's, there's a diner in the show that is like, uh, I, I know exactly what, uh, restaurant that is supposed to be cookout. <laughs> um, no, it's it's Sutton's Drugstore is the name. Um, Buy me a purple drink. Um, yeah. Uh, so so the first season is on Hulu, uh, and there's ten episodes that are each like eleven minutes or so. Uh, it's a really easy watch. It's very fun. I think whenever they do season two, they might actually get full length episodes. I'm not sure yet, but uh, yeah, go check out Dicktown on Hulu. Love it. Love it. Love it. Nari, what's up with Naruto Minute? Uh, I mentioned earlier, I am taking a, a, a week break from- Oh, Naruto. I thought there was more to the story though. So that's why I no, mentioned- No, just taking a, a bit of a break. I mean, there's only so many training arcs a person can handle before their head explodes. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at cause I'm Navi. Um, as for my pop culture plug for the podcast, I'm going to go with Garth Marenghi's The Dark Place. It's by Richard Iowati, who you probably oh, yeah. know most 
probably know him most from IT Crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically a show or a mini series from the UK, uh, which follows uh, this crew. <laughs> Uh, uh, basically it's about uh, this uh, Stephen King-esque like horror writer um, and it's uh, about a show that's based on his uh, books but it's also like a fake DVD commentary about the sh- production of the show it's very funny um, I would highly recommend checking it out you can actually find all the episodes on YouTube so um, it's very easy to find um, uh, yeah so Dark Mer- Garth Marenghi's The Dark Place that is my pop culture plug of the week it's very funny Cool, 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 cool. In terms of the Brazilian Dragon podcast, you can listen to our most recent episode about Brink with the great Robbie Freeman of Kickball Friends and recent guest on NGOG. Uh, That was a lot of fun to record. Um, In the catalog from this month, we have Regrets in Paris and Quince as well. And then next week, we'll also have Geek Charming with the great Will from America and his lovely partner, Julia. Um, That was a lot of fun as well. Coming up on the NAO Movies, we're going to record a Max Keeble's Big Move with the great Maddie Fresh 24 and the titular NAO Movie, Naomi, not, not NAO Movies. Uh, check out Navi's recent appearance on the NAO Movies as well, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, we talked about if Sky Food is vegan, right, Navi? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Brazilian Dragon Network, uh, the Dragon Babies feed should be on Apple Podcasts at this point, as should the Two Can't Keep a Secret feed where the great Jay and AJ are recapping two can't, uh, Pretty Little Liars on Two Can't Keep a Secret. Uh, AJ has never seen the show, and Jay has seen it twice and is watching it for the third time. And it's a lot of fun. Otherwise, Promised Land every Monday on Hulu. Will is a fan, from what yeah. I understand. Uh, yeah, it's great. Will, do you have a favorite character? Um, I... I haven't like I don't want to I don't want to tie myself to a favorite character yet. Okay, do you have a probably character do that something intrigues shitty. you the most? Um, I if I had a favorite character, it's Letty. Letty, um, young Letty or old Letty? Oh, spoilers, both, I, guess. I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, like everyone else, I'm afraid they're about to do something like evil, sinister. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Promised Land. I also like uh, is her name Carmen? Carmen. Yeah. 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 You you like her? Yeah. Uh, would you recommend the show to people? Like, how would you describe it? Since I it's, done... it's, it's high drama. It's, it's lots of twists and turns, plot, uh, plot twists. My pitch is uh, This Is Us meets Dynasty meets Succession meets telenovela. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say, it, it, like, there's a lot of success. And that's, that's some of the things, too, is, like, I want to like Joe, but I, I don't know, like, how much, uh, like, Logan Roy I'm getting from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is I, I, my opinions on these characters are being colored by my opinions on succession characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's very much uh, succession meets telenovela. It's definitely fun. Um, and then there's also like I don't know miscellaneous stuff. You can find whatever I'm doing at what the fleep on Twitter. Uh, send good vibes for professional development in my area because the show is wrapping up, so I'm trying to find a new job. And then uh, lastly, uh, I have a pop culture plug from Jacob. He wants me to say Emily Deal, her music. Uh, my pop culture plug is, I just forgot. Oh, The After Party. Did I talk about this last week or no? I don't think so. Okay, The After Party on Apple TV Plus. It's a lot of fun. And the Ben Schwartz episode was a grand all time. Uh, plus, if you're feeling musically inclined, you can listen to Santo by Christina Aguilera, which is a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, as always, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, no. 
with all that said, no one's thought never. Next time we've got cheer up, Candace. Are we, are we doing it next week, or do you do? Will we figure out that like? Uh, yeah, we, I, I mean, if if we can do something during the week, okay, we'll we'll, we'll figure out. Potentially, we'll we scheduling. might take a week off to figure things out, but it shouldn't be too long before you get uh, what you're doing in your feeds again. Yeah. Um, what's coming up next week again? Just uh, cheer up, Candace, the Fireside Girl Jamboree. Uh, until next time. Oh, hashtag stiff and beautiful. Uh, until next time, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.